0: Hello everyone and thank you so much for tuning in to A Rhythmed Life, Coaching, Consultation and Guidance. This is Jackie. I'm the founder uh, and the creator of A Rhythmed Life and here with this podcast, I just tackle certain topics and um, and just thoughts, just pondering openly about topics that I tend to uh, hold space for my clients. Uh, for uh, relationships, non-conventional relating, uh, self-exploration, self-discovery, one's own self-awakening journey. And I like to talk about different elements of um, subcategories, I guess, of those topics. And um, if anything is of interest to you as you are listening, please feel free to follow the link if you are drawn to learning more about the services that I offer one-on-one and the services that I also offer in group, um, group work. So today I am feeling this topic of you deserve better. I hear that a lot. Um, it's just like a buzz phrase these days. Oh, you deserve someone who will treat you like blah, 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 blah. You deserve someone who will do this for you or you deserve someone who will make time for you you deserve someone who who is willing to give you everything and only focus on you and you know i i know a lot of women hear that a lot these days and um i've definitely heard that a couple times um throughout my adult life and i am wanting to offer a little bit of a pushback on that phrase And I want to offer a little bit of a challenge to that phrase and um, see what sparks up for you. Maybe you'll completely get what I'm saying, or maybe you'll think I'm full of crap. (laughs) Or maybe there'll be somewhere else in between where, you know, something else resonates for you. But hey, this whole podcast is about just giving myself and giving space for thinking outside of the box, thinking outside of the template, even the template of thinking, and and just seeing what other possibilities are out there. When I give myself permission to say, hmm, is that my truth? Huh, do I actually feel that way? Even though I was told to, or taught to, or groomed from childhood to operate in this particular way? And, and so I really want to tackle this phrase because I just find it interesting. Especially because my new perspective, newer, I guess, perspective with relationships is personal ownership. I don't feel that there's enough emphasis on Learning to take personal ownership of what is in my life and why it's in my life. There is such a draw toward this victim villain, um, what is it, dichotomy. Someone has to play the victim. Someone has to play the villain. Who is it? Are you the villain? Are you the victim? Which one are you? Did you get hurt? Did they totally screw you over? Or did you do all the screwing over? Like, it's this either or. And it's like, for one, I, I I like to think outside of either or mentality more and more these days. And I like to think in more of a both and. How are we both contributing to this? How have I contributed to this? And guess what? There have been probably, excuse me, times where I've been a victim or I don't know if I want to say the word victim necessarily because I feel like that just kind of solidifies an identity in me. And so I'll say I have been, I've had wrongdoing toward me or something like that there were moments where wrongdoing has happened to me and there have been moments where I have done the wrongdoing and I am big enough to admit that and I feel like there is just this 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 Salem witch trials kind of vibration that is around these days of like Who's the bad guy? Are you the bad guy? Did you do something horrible? Let me X out every other part of who you are and I'll X out everything that I may have done to contribute to this whole story playing itself out the way it has and now you are the villain. And I'm the victim and now I get to, you know, have a whole rally of people that come and soothe me because I'm a victim and And there's a lot of power in playing the victim role. It feels like, I mean, maybe that's been around forever, but it just feels really strong. Maybe it's just very, it's just resonating because it's very strong in my life right now with working through some certain things in my life. If I can feel that there are some areas in my life where people are really needing to cast themselves in the light of being a victim and it is very important for them to continue to see me as a villain and 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 not all parts are being owned in everyone's contribution to how a certain story or a collection of stories that we all created and we all told together how everyone's con- everyone played a role and everyone contributed to it and, and to see, right now, I'm just kind of feeling a little bit like residue for that. So I'm kind of speaking from my own experience, but I'm also um, wanting to create space for anyone else who might actually be in that same space, you know, where they are being cast in the light of being a total villain. And yeah, I mean, you can even hear the way I said it. I felt all the extra energetic charge when I said the word villain, like, um, so I will work on holding onto my own biases as much as I can so I can hold a bit more of like a, just an open reflective space. But obviously you're going to feel some of my biases because I'm working through some stuff right now. Um, so going back to this, it's, it's all related to this, you deserve better kind of ideology. And I feel these days, it's like this uh, phrase that you say to empower women. You deserve better than him girl you deserve better than that jerk you know he doesn't know how to treat you he doesn't know how to show up for you know a powerful and powerful goddess queen boss babe (laughs) and um It's just, it's just so, I don't know. It's like, I think it's just so funny. I mean, clearly I'm not like the typical female who just ascribes to that narrative. I don't want to because I just see the fallacy in it. And, um, I think the fallacy in that is going back to this villain and victim thing. You deserve better is already an assumption that the person who quote unquote deserves better is a victim and has been victimized In all sorts of ways, and played no role in the reality that they helped to create for themselves. And so, my new phrase so, like, when people say that to me, like, oh, you deserve better, and you know, because I just like creativity in relationships, I like to create space to explore what could happen in the in the relationships that i choose to entertain and so i create a lot of space um and time for things to play themselves out and for space and time for us to work through challenges um you know as long as i'm interacting with someone who's willing to play that with me because there are times where You know, people are like, nope, not willing to. And we're done with this connection, this friendship, this dating relationship, blah, blah, blah. And they just exit out. And that's totally fine. But for the ones that are like, yeah, let's see what else. What else we can create together? I get curious about um, what we can create together. And I practice non-conventional relating. And so I don't, I'm not, I don't do the traditional dating so I can find the quote unquote one and um and then we just you know ride off into the sunset on the great white horse or something i i'm sounding really cynical (laughs) in this post (laughs) and it's okay it's all right that i'm sounding very cynical but um and i don't mean to sound like i don't believe in love or i'm just filled with cynicism but i just see the 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 fallacy in that ideology i see the overemphasis on hollywood infiltrating our minds for however many generations since Hollywood became Hollywood. There's this overemphasis on this, this storybook evolution or the storybook, whatever. Like I am the biggest lover, period. I love love. I love sharing love. I love feeling love. I love expressing love. And I also allow myself to have some space for being a realist at the same time. And I aim not to couple love and sharing of love with this Hollywood storybook romance story. Um, I mean, if it happens naturally, then that's beautiful. But I don't need to stay on that vibration. And if we don't stay on that vibration together, then, then this needs to be cut out. Like, I need to cut you out of my life because this is clearly not the right fit for me. Because whoever is the one... We're gonna be able to sustain this magical space together at all times and I just don't believe that. I don't mind riding the waves and riding through some of the storm with, um, with those who are willing and open to ride the waves with me. Um, so with that being said, I have various relationships that I choose to cultivate. In, in my own way whether they're very deep emotionally connected and emotionally attached deep friendships whether they're um people that I might actually develop a a a stronger deeper relationship with on many facets um maybe there's romance involved maybe not um i tend to be more conservative in that area of, of romance. I like to just hold off until I'm ready to proceed forward um, in that area. But I do, you know, I enjoy just getting to know people and um, learning about different types of people. And, um, and so I have different relationships. That I just allow to be in my life because they mean something to me, and and so I've had I've heard different viewpoints from friends when I share or maybe I need some advice working through a certain kind of a, um, challenge in in a particular relationship that I'm choosing to cultivate, and I've heard those terms before those that that phrase before you deserve better you deserve better than da 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 da. da you should be, you know, the kind of person that um that the guy rolls out the carpet for and rolls the red carpet. Is that what they say? Um yeah. They he rolls out the red carpet for and he just adjusts his whole life for and you know, you deserve whatever, you know, like that storybook thing of like me being finally elevated as the ultimate one in this one guy's life. And then I started to really challenge that because that whole you deserve better phrase seems like it's coupled with a very specific relationship structure that for me, I'm not necessarily seeking. So it doesn't quite apply on that level. So let me elaborate on that. That whole you deserve better seems to be that it's coupled with that, that, um, what is the word that I'm trying to say here? That like Hollywood storybook over glamorized, you're the one, you know, the whole Jerry Maguire, whatever he said, <laughs> you complete me kind of thing, like you know, that is the ultimate person who deserves all of your love when he's ready to surrender every aspect of himself to this connection, and it's so overwhelmingly consuming that it just it just takes over, and 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 he can't help himself and and he can't help but to always have you in his life, and that's what you deserve. And it's like But I don't necessarily want that. (laughs) I think that was where I got... It became kind of an eye-opener for me because I'm like, I don't really... I actually don't want something that is led by so much over-emotionalism and consuming, like, it's just this overwhelming... Just consuming feelings and and emotions where I'm like, where's the groundedness? Have you thought this through? Like, that's where my mind goes. Have you thought about how our lives actually would work together? And you know, you're like consumed and on this cloud of like ecstasy about the possibilities of us, but we have to come back down to earth at some point in time and see if we actually could make this happen on a realistic level. And that is naturally where my mind goes. I love the romance and the ecstasy and the, and the, you know, the, the, the passion. And I am so all for that because I feel all of that so deeply. And at the same time, I equally feel a lot of real reality and practicality. And, um, and so I guess I challenge the whole you deserve better because it feels like it is tied to a very specific relationship structure that I don't ascribe to. I'm not looking for someone to choose me because they're so overly consumed with ecstasy and emotion and or sexuality and sensuality for me that that is their driving motivation to make this happen supposedly forever. (laughs) And that's just, I just, you know, I, I mean, we can look at our present day stats on relationships and see that that being the motivation is not enough for people to really develop something solid together where they actually still enjoy building and cultivating and sustaining this relationship together. Um, We can see that 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 doesn't play out. And then people have this story of well, it just didn't work out. No, it was just it, it could have, but it wasn't. You guys didn't build on other foundations that could have supported you when the, you know, ecstasy kind of waned just for a little while. And um, so that's one reason why I um, I don't ascribe to it. It's because it's just not a relationship structure I I want to be a part of. And then the other relate, the other reason why I don't ascribe to the, you deserve better mindset is because it feels like, oh, I, I kind of danced around this. I kind of touched on it and then left, but this whole victim thing, um, yeah, it doesn't take into account what I am doing to bring in the relationship structures that I keep attracting. Like all of a sudden I am victim to fate and chance, that somehow I just keep drawing in the same kind of person and I just don't understand and I'm ready for something more. I really feel like if, if, if and when I'm ready for something different, I'm going to actually draw that into my life because energetically I would be aligned to what I say I really want. If energetically I'm not aligned to what I'm saying I really want, I'm probably going to keep drawing in what I'm energetically aligned to. That's just my viewpoint. So, you know, I know that that would potentially be controversial and really piss off people who need to be victims. and need to blame someone outside of themselves. But I just don't roll like that. And I think it's important for me to put it out there because if anyone is drawn to working with me in a coaching um, setting or consultation or guidance setting, that is something that is a core foundational. um, It's a core foundation that I come from. We own our shit. We own who we are. We own what what is happening in our lives I can, I can embrace and understand the fact that there are some things that happen because they just happen. That's the nature of this planet and being on this planet. And along with that, there are a fair amount of things that are involved that are happening in my adult life because I have chosen to engage in those. Activities, uh, vibration energetically, Uh, It matches my mindset. It matches my inner whatever, inner insecurities, inner self viewpoint or whatever. And I can own that. And it feels very empowering for me to even own the shadow stuff that I'm drawing in into my life. And so that is where I come from when I work with my clients. Personal ownership. And the you deserve better feels like it takes away from the opportunity and the invitation to own why I'm drawing in what I'm drawing in in the first place. And it doesn't have to be about bad or good. What bad things am I doing that I need to now make good so that I can bring in something better? It doesn't, I don't look at it that way. I look at it more as Is there something that I am not tending to within myself that is potentially, um, still allowing for a certain kind of relationships, vibration, or a certain kind of dynamic to keep playing itself out? I think of it as an opportunity for me to have a lot of self-compassion. Like, is there something that I'm not tending to in myself? Is there something that, um... That is needing me to pay more attention to? Or is there an inner truth that I just refuse to own within myself? And so it's like I keep drawing in a reflection of my inner truth that I just don't want to own. I look at all of those as possibilities and always holding on to this idea of self compassion I'm not doing a self evaluation or self investigation so that I can now shame myself because shame has no place at least in the work that I do and how I choose to show up to life Um, not anymore I mean I think shame has been a very strong energy that people use to get their way and get things to work in their favor. And I just don't want to do that. I don't want to participate that in that anymore. And so it's um, instead of you deserve better, I look at it more for me as I deserve what I have chosen to participate in. And for me, that feels empowering because at any given time, if I'm like, hmm, I don't really like what I'm choosing to participate in at this moment. So I can choose different and I can maybe take a step back and see where I might need to kind of tend to something within myself um, or face a truth within myself so that I can start to receive and interact in relationships that, um, that I say I want. That I, I can finally practice aligning myself with what I say I want. And if I'm also choosing to engage in relationships that others are saying you deserve better, but if I'm there's something in this for me. There's something that I'm growing. I feel like I'm able to grow. I'm able to... I'm learning something in this. Even though outwardly it looks like it doesn't make any sense. And it certainly doesn't align with Hollywood storybook ultimate... You know, you found the ultimate one. Um, I own the fact that I choose my choice. I choose what I am engaging in. I own my choice. And so I deserve what I choose to entertain. I deserve what I choose to put my energy toward. That feels more empowering to me than I deserve better. Because there's an element of compassion for all parties involved. I don't need to villainize someone if I'm realizing that maybe it's time for me to reposition myself in in regards to that relationship. So if I've been sharing um, intimately or romantically with someone and I feel that maybe it's time for me to pull back on that particular energy... that particular way of relating, uh, I don't have to now villainize the person and turn them into a horrible person in order for me to accept my truth, that maybe it's time to move beyond how we've been interacting. And I used to do that a lot. I will own that. Oh my God. I used to do that. Oh. Oh, if I could go back and just, you know, rewind time and just not do that. But I can't. Uh, But I used to do that. And I still remember one guy, former boyfriend of mine, many years ago, he caught it. And he looked me in the eye and said, you don't have to turn me into a horrible person to admit that you're done in this relationship. Oh, my God. That was so powerful. And I will never forget that. And I'm so thankful that he said that. And I also feel horrible for um the fact that I acted that out just because I wasn't ready to face my truth. Um yeah. And and then and then so yeah, this element of compassion for all people involved and appreciation for what I chose to engage in for however long, because it played some role of significance for me if I have chosen to continue to participate in this connection on a consistent basis. The, the, the beauty of admitting, admitting that I actually do I did gain something and I really do appreciate what was shared and I can, I can always hold on to this, this, this element of appreciation instead of just, you know, oh, oh, it was just a big waste of my time four years down the line or down the drain or what, you know how people talk these days when they're ending a relationship, like, I can't believe I did that. And I'm just, you know, like everyone has to have a moment where they're in their vent and everything like that. But but just to not be able to look back on that moment that you chose to participate in for however long you chose to participate in it and not have some level of appreciation for what you chose to keep experiencing and staying aligned with that partner helped you to continue to experience something that was meaningful to you and to not be able to accept that and embrace that and now villainize the person I think that makes me feel sad and again i speak from my own personal experience because i used to do that crap um yeah so i feel like just challenging when a person when a person says you deserve better because what does better mean i deserve who i choose to journey with Damn, that feels good. That feels really good to say. (laughs) I deserve who I choose to journey with. I deserve who I choose to create a story with in this tangible world. I deserve who I choose to birth an experience with. You know, because there's many, many moments where we have a thought about someone and what would that be like if we if we went down that journey what would what would that be like if we decided to and many of those thoughts just stay thought and they don't become tangible they don't become actualized and then there's those certain few people that you choose to actually tangibly create an experience with And then there's those certain few people that we actually tangibly, consciously choose to create a consistent, sustained experience with. And I want to honor the fact that I chose to do that. And I want to honor the role that that person has played in my life. Even if it was, you know, a connection that had so much friction and it was just, we just could not get it right. And it was just all of this, ah, you know, just not much peace. It was just a lot of working through our own karma. You know, just a lot of explosions and, you know, explosions and things like that. Like I can hold a level of appreciation for those connections, Because first of all, if I choose to keep engaging in it, something is in there for me. There's something I'm trying to learn. There's something I'm trying, some sort of insight I'm trying to gain. There's some sort of experience I need to have. And to own that feels super empowering. So, I, I danced around a lot. I tend to not be as linear as, you know, as I could be. I can, I can be pretty circular when I hit on certain topics and I go in different directions and then make my way right back to you know, something. So hopefully that was easy enough to follow for whoever is um, listening. And I do wanna add a, con- uh, a disclaimer because I had this conversation with my dad like a couple days ago from the time I'm making this uh, podcast and um he was sharing some of those insights about me to me and so um this was not in, i mean, this is not like some sort of like public rebuttal <laughs> uh uh just in case because my dad might be one of the few people that listens to my podcast so um this that's not it's not meant to be a rebuttal but publicly based off of what you said dad this is this was actually something that was like in my mind for quite a while even before our conversation and then there were some other things that came up with other relationships um that got me really feeling into this idea even more so I figured I'll just um talk about it so I'm sure that our conversation had played some role in it but it wasn't only because of that so (laughs) I just want to let you know and I love you dad and very appreciative of you Okay, so I hope that maybe this helped or created some sort of curiosity, if nothing else. And um, thank you so much for listening. Again, if you find my approach um, interesting or if you're drawn to my approach and you can see how I could be of assistance for you in coaching, consultation, or guidance, follow the link tree. And I also give, um, extra content about the difference between the coaching and consultation and guidance and why I distinguish these three different categories. And you can learn what to expect when you, when, when I'm operating in a coaching role with you or a consultation role with you or a guidance role with you, there is more information about that. So thank you for listening. And until next time,